Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I am your host, Wade Mariano, and I'm always, and I'm joined as always, I'm fucking this up already, <laughs> by... It's the Lord, my boy! Yes, that is a one. Gunner Kennedy. Great Gunner. God! Gunner, Gunner, big, uh, big news dropped big news. today on YouTube. Uh, I think today we're going to talk all things Dungeons and Dragons. Um, Dungeons and Dragons Beyond. It is, it is happening. Um, no more additions. Um, they're going to allow people to, you know, apparently they've kind of cherry picked the best of the past. What is it? What are they? Are we up to six now or five? No, we are on five right now. Five. In, in, in theory, the five, five, five dot five was supposedly our uh, next relaunch here, but uh, I guess I guess that's I guess that's a, they're going a different route with this. So I was uh, on the train back, um, traveling back from uh, from work. I was working out of town this week. <clears throat> this popped up in my feed, and it's uh, it's there's a lot of things to unpack here. Um, it's really interesting. It's not exactly what I thought it was going to be when I first, uh, kind of saw the first port portion of the video, but pretty much what they are working on. And I guess just for everybody now, I believe the, the beta is live. Um, it's called Dungeons and Dragons Beyond and <coughs> the, um, the premise essentially is there's no more additions. Um, and they're trying to streamline it for Dungeon Masters because I guess I haven't DM'd uh, Jesus in like 20 years. So oh, it's a god! It's a god! It's a goddamn disaster right now trying to keep track of. Well, again, there's a lot of stuff that gets trunked out in a fifth edition game. Like um, I'm I'm actually I'm actually causing problems right now because I actually use items and. Uh, which, which one? I'm a paladin, so I'm not supposed to do that. But I'm also like uh, a, 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 a an entertainingly racist uh, automaton mounty. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> well, no, you know. So one of our one of our last misadventures, um, I may I may have done a totally insensitive joke based on a no knock warrant and uh, busting into a church. Oh Jesus! Throwing smoke grenades. But to be fair, the, the, they are they are like a bunch of evil assholes. So it's, it's cult. Oh, can I tell well, you like a really really filthy joke? Sure. We're okay, way, and then we're gonna get right we, back we, on track. We we can't get canceled because we never started. That's true. You can't get canceled if you were never started. Um. Uh. So I was at the um, Philadelphia Amtrak station today. Um, cause I'm a weirdo and I like taking the train because I can work, they have internet and I can work through it and not like wait in a fucking shitty airport for like three hours for a plane that might get canceled. <laughs> they cancel uh, trains know, less than planes. Yeah. They, they cancel trains less than planes and the TSI, the TSA lines generally tend to not make you, uh, miss. Yeah. yeah Philly's a nightmare. Like you gotta, uh, you do really have to get there two hours in advance. It's it's just a lot, a lot of it's just it is a really big hassle. But so I'm at the train station and there's a uh, a homeless man, um, and uh, you know he asked me asked me for some money, 
and I'm, I don't have cash. I'm like, I really don't have cash, man. I go, but I absolutely have no problem buying you a meal. Like, for sure. Um, there's like a Wendy's there. There's a Jersey Mike's. I'm like, there's a lot of places here to eat, dude. Like, your pick. What do you want? I go, I, you know. He's like, oh, I have a burger if that's okay. I'm like, oh, yeah. He's like, I, I, I can tell you some jokes. And I was like, perfect. <laughs> like, come with me and wait in line. You know what I mean? We get up there. You tell me what you want. I go, but uh, tell me a couple jokes instead. And he, he told a couple of good ones. He told me three jokes. Fuck it. We'll tell them all. Ricky in Philadelphia. Um, the first one he asked me, uh, Ricky's a, a black guy. He said, uh, and I'll ask you the same question. Gunnar, what do you call a black pilot? Oh, I don't know, Wade. What do you call a black pilot? A pilot, you fucking racist. <laughs> that one was okay. Um, why do you drink apple juice instead of orange juice? I don't know, Wade. Why do you drink apple juice instead of orange juice? Because the juice is loose and OJ will kill you. Um, and the last one is the best one. What do Michael Jackson and Caviar have in common? <clears throat> I don't know, Wade. What do Michael Jackson and Caviar have in common? They both come on little crackers. <laughs> Back to D and D. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> that one got me pretty good. I thought that was that that one joke alone earned his, like, Dave's, yeah. his Dave's double meal. We'll get you sorted, man. We'll get you sorted. Absolutely. Um, he provided a service, and he got goods for those service yeah. that, that, that that service. So. I will always give Ricky from Philadelphia credit for that joke, but I absolutely will be using that joke um, moving forward for the rest of my life. Um, but that being said, so back to D&D. Um, why can't paladins use items, by the way? I know it's kind of sidetracking oh, no, D&D Beyond, no, but... It's, it's, it's just really not... It's not a... It's not normally in their wheelhouse, right? Like, you know, my, my whole thing is uh, really, really, a paladin exists solely for Divine Smite and, uh, you know, uh, maybe occasional heal. You know, like, it, it's... Paladins yeah, have, like, an amulet or something like that, because they do have uh, well, clerical yes, they abilities. Have, they're, they're, yeah, so the, mine technically is... Uh, so, uh, long convoluted backstory uh partly the dm partly me uh actually not very convoluted but um the so that the, there, there's there's two primary things which is that one uh i'm actually a pretty simple like i'm not a multi-class character or anything like that you know probato autobahn I'm not really a huge fan of multi-class. I know it's a cool feature, and I get it, and it's it's well, good when you ha don't have a lot of people to play with. But I really like well, kind of tight it, class systems. It's 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 also yeah. Again, it also gets into like the mechanics of what you what you you know like your your synergies stuff like that, or if you, yeah. you 
cat character flavor, everything like that. Or if you're like one of those people who wants to do like 500 damage uh, every every round, um, you know, as you're as you're playing it like it's a you're playing it like it's a WoW build. Um, but yeah, it, I I I, uh, I I yeah I. I've fallen into that in the past where it's like you just want to min max shit and just yeah I I get it. I mean some some of its flavor again my whole thing is that I really don't have a much range on Roboto cuz you know he's a paladin with a giant stab stick although I also have a I have a uh reskinned uh nightmare as my mount which is actually just a uh a, a, a flaming moose who has speak who has a uh, morty from rick and morty's uh internal monologue voice to me nice you know but uh, uh again it, it's so but but my thing is so i'm a i'm what they would so you, you have a paladin but then you have like what they basically so you know, like how you have uh, as a wizard, you have different schools of magic. Yes, I am familiar. I did actually. I fell into a D and D wormhole like three and a half weeks ago because I haven't been really involved in a long time since, like, geez, when we played back when I was living in yeah. Kingston. That's like five years and, ago, at least. And you, and you were also like for that, slightly shaming us for having a game and not inviting. Not yes, I was. A, I, I was a little upset, but I'm over. It. I completely understand. If you go for another round or whatever, you need somebody to go. Uh, well, no, this is this is brick and mortar. You guys are doing right. Or are you doing this on D twenty? Uh, well, actually, he's Bill is doing his maps in Roll Twenty. We're actually on D and D Beyond, and this is actually. Oh wait, so you're using D and D Beyond already? Yes. Wait, I'm confused. I thought this just came out. No, no, no. So here, here's here's the thing, though. You have to use Roll Twenty to do your digital maps or anything like that, or you're doing your dungeons and things like that. And actually what D and D is, what D and D is, or of course it, what, uh, wizards of the D&D coast, what, wizards of the coast, because it, you're saying D and D, it's the same thing. Is D 20. What? Watsy owns D and D beyond. Watsy is the parent company of dungeons and dragons. Now, Okay. Watts, he bought D&D Beyond pretty much with the intent to do this thing that you're talking about now, now that I, I, I see, like, I, I get, get the full scope of what they were trying to do. But what, what, they're, what they're doing is that effectively you have a one-stop one complete stack to run a game. Well, that's what I thought the intention was. I didn't know this that they were they were they were paired. I didn't know that D and D Beyond was an existing service. Because I'm actually yeah. confused now what the fuck it is. If you have to make your maps, no, in D20. So, so, so roll roll twenty, which is a separate third party. It's a like yeah. there's a couple different ones. I, we played on we played on roll twenty when we played last time, which like I said was like half a decade ago. Yes, and but what what they're looking to do with D and D Beyond is that. Right now, you have to buy. Like, so let's say, let's say I'm starting a game. I'm a DM. If I want anything besides the standard player handbook and the dungeon master guide, well, actually, you need that. You have to get those. 
But you know, like so you have your basic monster manual, your dungeon master's guide, and the player's handbook. Yes. The the Holy so, Trinity. The Holy Trinity. So I can build an encounter based off of assets from that. Or, or you know, like you know, you're 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 going, you're like your mechanics, like here's Here's your party, stuff like that. But what D&D Beyond really does is it's doing all the background math. Gotcha. Okay. It's, it's, a cal- it's, it's an advanced calculator. And, yes. and, 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 and like inventory stock. Management, and like, yeah. It's a yeah. spreadsheet. It's fucking, it's a really slick spreadsheet for D&D. And it, 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 it's a way of also, they do all the legwork of integrating all of these other expanded content. And it's also so instead of buying a physical copy of the book and filling out a character sheet and doing all the cards, you can just do it in DMB D and D Beyond and also keep track of the state of your character or the NPC or something like that. But you also have to still do like if you're doing so like if you're not doing a physical map on a table with miniatures and everything like that, or yeah. even then, because um, you you're using something like roll twenty, or you're actually just All right. So here's out. here's the deal, though. For the fucking mainstream, this sounds complicated currently, yeah. and you really have to dig into it. And it's not very inviting to somebody that it's certainly not fucking inviting to somebody that has zero experience in D anD. d No, no, and and what what this is basically doing is this is making it this is making it work more like final fantasy tactics or something like that. Yeah. So Where now I don't need D roll D 20. I, I literally just get D and D beyond and all this stuff is integrated. Now I, we'll talk about whether that's good or bad later. What I want to focus on now, I, and I, at first I was like, this kind of sounds like a stupid idea, but now I'm actually like, no, I actually like this idea. They are going to have, Essentially, it's it's like a video game, but with like actual miniatures that you can c- customize to an extent with the D and D Beyond software. So you can build your own dungeons, you can build your own castles. They'll have models and stuff that you can help. It's not like I thought. What they were going to do was they were going to make it like you said, Final Fantasy Tactics, where the miniatures have small animations and things like that. And they didn't do that. And at first, I was like, "Well, that's kind of dumb." But now I'm like, "Actually, no." That's got some charm to it. I kind of like that. I like that it's virtual miniatures, not animated sprites. What do you think? No, I mean, well, and again, you, you got to leave some room for uh, Dimension 20 to show their hustle, as it were. Yeah, it, it, it's, you know, again, D&D has always been about, quote-unquote, the theater of the mind, right? Yeah. Like, it's like, argue, you know, like I have that, because people make the comment, like, you gotta be really good at D&D, you know, like, you gotta be a master player at D&D, and it's like, it's... It, no, it's improv. It's Calvin Ball. Don't you just, is, you just don't want to... You don't want to be the asshole who tanks something by being a killjoy, or... I mean, like you know, you have to you have to go in 
and you have to tr really try and give it your all, and you can't go in with any judgment. Because if you're a judgment, you're a piece of shit. If you are a judge, if you judge people that are really truing, truly trying to enjoy it, trying to get into it, you don't belong at a role-playing table. Like, go, just go fuck off somewhere, you know. Why get into it at all? It's a time to kind of be silly and just fucking let loose and just have some fun and do some improv. You're right. Um, my, my, uh, my eight foot tall Canadian cyber mount or like steampunk automaton Monty with a tuxedo t-shirt while he's in disguise. So with this, this is going to be incredibly accessible now to people that maybe watch, um, oh, Jesus, well, critical role. The, well, I, I guess actually, and that, that, that really, I, whether, whether that was a end goal or not, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if some of that is to quote unquote, make it easier for content makers slash yeah. influencers to so do I absolutely their thing think now. I, I kind of this and who, you know what who gives a shit about my take half the time they're wrong more, more than half the time they're wrong I do feel that we are reaching the pinnacle of like we are on the uptick but I don't know how much longer it was going to stay in the mainstream as far as D&D &D goes because I think what's happening is people are getting into it and they're or they're attempting to get into it and they're just like this is really fucking hard like it's it's hard on several levels a i don't give a shit what anybody says it's hard to kind of just be silly amongst people that maybe you're not so you know what i mean it, it's really meant to play with your closest friends people you feel safe with essentially um <coughs> it's incredibly hard to for some people to role play <clears throat> with people that they don't either know all that well or, you know, inconsistent parties, kind of strangers in, strangers out, and people showing up, not showing up, taking it seriously, not taking it seriously. Um, so I, I think those things are always going to be difficult, but it's also really hard to fucking DM and keep track of shit, even with all this stuff. Uh -huh. And I'm, I'm thinking this will be better. I'm wondering if more people will kind of with this app be more comfortable because it is more accessible, be more comfortable just joining a random party because it's way easier now to set this stuff up. It's like I open my app and I it, you know, I know in D I know in roll in uh on the D twenty website there's like you can looking for party, right? Like there's th there is that option, but I don't know, isn't that kind of more like a message board? Yeah. Yeah this would this could be Okay, I'm in the software. I've got my character rolled up. I've got a few characters rolled up. I just sit in the queue until I get in, right? Criteria matches up what they're looking for, like, you know, yep. duration, you know, what kind of commitment you're looking at, what kind of character they need or whatever, and bang, you're just into it. That's how I foresee this is happening. Which is, I mean, pretty incredible. Like, this is the push. If it's going to continue to stay in the mainstream... Um, it needs to evolve and this is a kind of a first step to evolving it making more accessible to kind of everyone
Just an well, opinion. Well, yeah. The other thing is, the flip side of this is that. So. Especially since they they own like D and D Beyond was one of the few ways that you could get a quote unquote digital copy of the D and D books. Uh, aside, you know, aside from getting a physical one, and now especially with um, them being owned wholesale by Watsi, um, you. You know, like you only have access to this "quote unquote" digital copy that you bought, as long as you have a D and D Beyond subscription, which is which and, is awesome and kind of sad at the same time. Because I had Jesus Gunner. I used to have. Was it um, was it edition three when oh, like had, you yeah. had like the the Rangers Handbook and like the Barbarians Handbook and like yep. all those like brown kind of. Uh, faux leather kind of covers like i all that stuff yeah. is gone like i don't know where it is like but i still got i still got my third editions kicking around here somewhere but nice there's a lot of hate there was a lot of hate on those two like you know like again i'm like you can still play third edition or 3.5 it's called pathfinder you know and it's its own that's what we played that's what when, when you when we played with will and, and, oh, yeah, Matt yep, and that yep. we were playing pathfinder But so it looks like this D&D Beyond, they're kind of doing away with additions. No more additions. They're cherry-picking the best parts of them. I don't know. I got to imagine they're going to allow people to still... If somebody well, really likes a skill set or an addition well, or like to play in that addition. Well, wait, and I guess where I'm kind of... where I, Yeah, like you can still do your thing, but what, I, I guess where I, where I was kind of seeing this going is that they've moved it... They're moving to a quote unquote living product model. You know, like you're saying that they get rid of additions. I'm saying that it's that there it goes. Like if they're not doing paper copies going forward or they're incentivizing paper copies going forward. Then right, it's going to be subscription based. If it's if it's just the subscription model, then yeah, like they're they're doing they're doing a rolling version. It's you know it's it's like it's like in WoW when you get your you like you you get a version patch and it brings in new quest or something like that. What's your favorite yeah. realm to play in? Oh fuck! Uh, actually, see, this is terrible. Actually, no, it's in character though, which is that like I, I am, I'm, I am like a horrendously incompetent uh, officer of the peace, so I don't actually know. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm always, I'm always a sucker for Neverwinter, but you know, ah, okay, you know, go the classics, but Dragonlance no all the way, baby. Eberron's always fun. I love Dragonlance. But I am also a sucker for Warforged, so. It's it's definitely, it was kind of surprising. I didn't know that this was um, kind of coming out. Um, 
I'm interested to see kind of where it goes. Just it just seems that they that they really are mainstream yet get trying to bring it into mainstream. And it, the timing I think is right. I think it's well, I it's think also, you're still on the upswing. But it's also weird that like it's they've made a point of getting to moving to a digital presence at just the same time that the thing in playing with these playing these games is having physical artifacts to do it with like miniatures and crazy dice and dice towers and like play tables like there's there are multiple companies whose fortunes are based solely on making like luxury dice towers and yeah, and, and game tables and stuff. And like there's that. those things that will, those things will still be there. Do you think this app is going to just get rid of all that? I just I don't I I, I don't know where the synergy point yet. Yeah, listen to me, oh that's a ugly vile word, but I don't know where the kind of the loop in because like part of part of that D and D Beyond has been its, it's part, ability to easily partner with doing that kind of stuff and i just I, I feel i feel like what they're trying to do pushes away from that you know no you're right it, it is um counterintuitive because if it's all going to be software and all going to online but we're talking about different things this D D beyond app is incredibly i think will be incredibly successful in bringing people that are too intimidated to do it or don't know where to start essentially to do it to give them an opportunity to play i don't think this is going to affect anybody that plays brick and mortar like i don't think this is going to affect anyone that plays you know what i mean with a group of friends the same night like this do you think this is just gonna because that's not the point of this right like you will still be able to do that the point is this is to get this this is to bring it even further into the mainstream You know what I mean? Like I don't yep. foresee this as taking away. It's that is a niche market. Like it really is, and the people <laughs> that play that are dedicated to that, and they're not going anywhere. They're not going to say, "Well, I can just play this online now. I'm not going to fucking show up anymore." And if they are, then they probably weren't going to last for very long, very long anyway. But what you could see, I would actually, I'll challenge, I will actually challenge that a little bit. This is how this is let's look like at this at drug use. <laughs> you know, people play this online, they're they're kind of enjoying it, but they've never really like tried that black tar heroin. But they go to like, you know, they go to a meetup and they actually play with with people right in front of them cuz you can't replace that. That experience playing with your friends or with a group of people that you're in with right in front of you rolling the dice like placing the miniatures all that stuff that's the real experience right that is the kind of top end experience um the best one you can have the people that were like too intimidated to get into this or are not comfortable enough to role play because they have no practice at it um because you know they haven't really had the opportunity to fucking flex their imagination um I think you could actually see more people get into that. 
because you've got them now in this you're getting more people into the ecosystem and you can kind of like you know maybe they're looking for like a meetup game maybe they meet some people and like yeah you know we're all in the same area let's have a meetup i think there's definitely potential for that i think there's more potential for that to grow the physical media um than for it to take away from that just my opinion but you would know better than me because you have frankly um i mean you got more experience with it like you know the people that are out there playing do you do you believe that those people this will change anything for them as far as meetups and stuff i i yeah again you have to have an opinion on it well one of the big issues is that there is not exactly an abundance of people around here i know that play you know it's it's hard it's one of the reasons that our game has gone on for so long is it as it is is it's very difficult to kind of get the crew to get a crew together to do a game so the one that we've had we've just been kind of we'll keep we'll keep on keeping on um i I, i'm just curious i i wonder if this is going to be You know, and maybe maybe this is me quibbling over language. I don't think it's going to change the current experience. I think it's going to create something new based off of the the current one. Do you think because, there's potential for it to, to change it in a bad way? To potentially kill it? No, I just think I think it's gonna be I think that whatever comes out of this is not going to I mean like, you know, on the because really there's different there's different mechanics at play right because if you're if you're you know again the, the classical the, the classic truth in all of this is that a, a, a dungeons master goal is to destroy his party um i i mean in in different ways you know sometimes spiritually sometimes uh emotionally sometimes actually just like crush you know because it's it's the, i mean like a, it, well, yeah, the TPK. Well, we, because again, it it comes back from there's the there's there's story tool. There's the, the yeah you know that you have the storyteller school. You have the this is a war game, and the dungeon master is one army, and everyone else is the other one, and. You know, his goal is to defeat this opposing force through cunning and, and skill, just as you are. Although, you know, the Dungeon Master also is the one that makes all of the absolute decisions. Yeah, but um, you don't, like... You, you, this is this is the beautiful thing about Dungeons & Dragons and, and in Dungeon Masters in general. Bad Dungeon Masters don't last. Yep. The shitty ones get sorted out real quick because people just don't show up afterwards, right? They're just like, all right, this is fucking cheap. This is stupid. Bad DMs are last. They're out there, but they just don't last. Yep. Um, that being said, you're right. There are definitely different styles. Um, and, you know, you as a player have to also decide what kind of, like, style you want to play. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, how far do you want to go down the rabbit hole? How crazy do you want it to kind of get? Um, but I... I, you know, you have to look at the other side of it. Could this have negative impacts? It kind of could because you're also bringing now, you are opening it up more. The filthy the, casual, the filthy casual. Right. 
no. I mean, you're, um, and you have to admit you're gatekeeping a little bit if you say that, right? Like, it's like, don't do you want to grow the game and see? You know what I mean? But I think the people worry. They're like, this has been my game that a lot of people don't play because they're not dedicated enough to it. And then these fuckers see Critical Role, and all of a sudden they just want to do it because of you know because they're they're just you know they think it's something that it's not. They haven't tried it out, but. I totally, I understand that aspect of it. If anyone thinks of that, I I I don't think it's gonna. Nece- I don't think necessarily where I. Again, there's there's some, you know, normal normal grumbling about fucking capitalism aside. Um, I mean, like, there's some concern because Watsy. Watsy has been kind of put up to make make up the difference for a lot of very bad financial decisions that Hasbro's been embroiled in the last few years. You know, like there's nobody's going to be, you know, there's 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 a there's a certain spectrum of people that are oh, actually I shouldn't use that word because that that is such a, there's a certain group of people that are never going to be happy because of just the demographic that they occupy in nerd space right right you know like nothing it, it it's just kind of pig headed refusal to have any change whatsoever um you know the uh, Magic kind of gets blasted with this too. Um, I haven't said that. I mean, you know, uh, nonsense, culture war grumbling side. I mean, like, D's fun. I mean, it's it's definitely it's. It's more fun than fourth edition was because fourth edition played like a hey it, it, fourth edition you were very aware the mechanics of the game were stripped down but they made a point of like they were they were in front of everything that you were doing if it makes any sense yeah like it it you could tell that they were trying to make a dice version of an MMR MMRPG. MMRPG. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, it, and and okay, so so that's <laughs> we talk of these things as if they are different, but they all say they all essentially, you know, they all share chimp to human DNA, right? It's pretty, very, very, very similar, with the exception of some cro- a few chromosomes here, there, here and there. That's what an MMORPG is derivative of. That's what role playing games are derivative of, right? Like they all evolve from this. Yes, they're they're just optimized to get you hooked into a well, yeah, into play, a play loop. You know the <laughs> yeah. the, the, the you know, and every now and then they'll try and figure out how to squeeze looter shooter stuff into it to get you to pay for a drop. I'm I yes, I say my my actually this is an easy metric so my thing is generally good now if they figure out a way to do loot boxes in D&D or 1D&D I'm going to lower the bad 
that that if they if they figure out how to do loot boxes in one D and D, then it's a, then it's officially bad. Fair enough. You're you're right. I mean, they already kind of have had it though. Digital dice. It's not a loot box. Well, yeah, but it's 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 a it's a flex thing. But I mean, compared to what paying for fucking you know, it, it's it's like buying a skin or whatever. But it, it's uh. I mean, like, you actually paying for a fancy set of dice in meat space is not that much different anyways, though. Or a dice tower. You know, like, that's a, that's a, like, hey, I got conflict. I got this awesome dice tower that's totally not made from conflict wood. Don't pay any attention to where it came from. This is, there's, there's no murder involved in this wood whatsoever. <laughs> Overall, I think it's an interesting move. Um, kind of got me pumped. I was like, you know what? Maybe we'll, we'll see where this where this goes. We'll see how this uh, how this plays out. Um, I think it's the right time. If they're going to do it, then they got to do it. Um, hey, yeah. Spoilers aside. Uh, so we did have an impromptu person just join our party temporarily uh, recently. So. Oh, yeah. uh, I think we're at a time in the game. If uh, I don't know, like what what what's what's your flavor of choice there? Uh, insert character disposition name here. Uh, you know, was to randomly show up in the middle of us uh, raiding raiding a group of people to uh, rescue our uh, uh, rogue and uh, bard from getting burned at stake you know i mean like now's the, now's the time let me man. know what class you need to roll you need me to roll in what you feeling man what you feel are, 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 well, are, are you you got it you got a you've got a you got a well, paladin we, we got have a, a paladin we have a fighter we have a <coughs> oh you have bard it, did i hear oh we have a bard yes uh we have a wizard Actually, really, it's a necromancer, but you know that Matt. That's a, no. Uh, that that is our that is our friend. Da- that is our friend David. Matthew gotcha, is okay. not. Matthew is not in this game. Gotcha. Understood. It was Wilhelm and I are the only two people of our of our side of the fence. Everyone else is from uh, ex turning uh, current or ex turning stone alumni. Ah, okay. There, there's where the connection is. I can roll a cleric. I can roll a cleric up. You want a cleric? I gotta, you, you want to be an artificer? You can just wing. You can wing dynamite at people. Yeah, I gotta. I gotta look uh-huh. at the at the edition five. Like, uh, um, I did watch a video on that, but that was like a month ago. I, I gotta see like what the uh... yeah monks clerics. Yeah, I'll run a cleric. You know, like who I would want to model it after. Do you remember uh, Dolph Lundgren in in uh, um, Johnny Mnemonic? Yeah. Oh, the the <laughs> yes. Yeah, kind of like that. So, were you aware that there are there is not only an Universal Soldier cinematic universe? Uh, that's there, a thing. There are parallel timeline Universal Soldier cinematic universes. What? 
one of them involves Jean-Claude Van Damme becoming the leader of a cyber zombie cult <laughs> attempting to overthrow the U.S. government for its enslavement of the dead. That is fucking bizarre. And he goes out, he, yeah, he, it, yeah, so it has him going fucking, like, he, straight up having him have a, like, you know, kickboxing or martial art for the fight decked out like Colonel Kurtz from Apocalypse Now. <laughs> this was yeah. a film? This is a film. Jesus. This was a series of films. Yes, there's one where, there's one where he's fighting in Chernobyl and that, uh, again, we go back to our buddy, Alf Lundgren. Alf Lundgren is the Kenny of the Universal Soldier multiverse. Is, holy shit. I had no idea there were this many this many uh, Universal Soldier films. I literally just thought there was one. And there's a lot of a lot of Ukrainian action for some reason. I'm not sure, but that 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 just that's a thing. That's a thing. A uh, dude, Van Damme and and Van Damme was in almost all of them except for the second one and it looks like the third one then he came back for four no, five and six no he was it he was in return yeah yeah right that's it what he no the return is the is the fourth one return actually no technically the return is the second film they made not the according to the timeline. Not, uh, well, not according. To, these are the release dates. Universal Soldier, the original, 1992. Universal Soldier 2, Brothers in Arms, 1998. Universal Soldier right, 3, right, yeah, the, Unfinished the, Business, 1998. TV movies. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. 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 Are those not canon? Uh, this is where it gets into the multiverse thing. Like, it, it, it's, like Star, it's like Star Trek, you know? Yeah. Or Spider Man, or Spider Man. Uh, well, actually, technically, it's the mo- yeah, it's the mo- all. It's the- oh, who's who's the Doctor Strange? Who's the, is it? Frank? Is it Frank? It, no, no, no. Who's Doctor? Str- who's their equivalent of Doctor Strange in the Universal Soldier multiverse? Dude, is it? Is it? Is it? Is I it, don't is it know enough about the Universal Soldier is it, is multiverse. It, is it, is it, is it, no, no. Is 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 it just Frank Stallone? It's not a not him playing a character. Frank Stallone is the sorcerer supreme brother. I you dude, maybe. <laughs> I, it's just we, we you know because it, it just like it just we had the first one which is like hey we're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna do you a know, late eighties, early nineties action film. Yeah, film. you know, like we want, we want to make Terminator two, but we can't make Terminator two. Uh, we're gonna get Roland Emmerich on it, and it's like, uh, you know, because he's he's like hot. He's he's hot right now. He's he's good with stuff. You know, Gary Orbach was in Universal Soldier. I didn't realize that. I don't remember him in that. Oh, man, man, I had no idea there was so much. I developed. Oh, by the way, <clears throat> heard a little rumor. 
uh, Carl Urban's itching to play Judge Dredd again. Well, I, I mean, he should because I completely agree. Dread was is such an underrated comic book film. In my opinion, it's probably top five all time comic book films. Dread is the the well, yes. Well, there's two. I'm gonna say there, there there's which is Dread and Road to Perdition. I have not seen Road to Perdition. You know, you know the movie I'm talking about, right? I know Tom Hanks is in it. I have no idea what it's about. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, it is. It is. It is pretty much so because that that's that thing too. Is that there was that point in time where guys were just doing graphic novels for the point of to get them made. It, you know, like they're basically storyboards for a movie proposal. Gotcha. But Road to Perdition is almost beat per beat the the graphic novel that it's based off of. Is it a good graphic novel? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, like it's 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 a good story. Gotcha. I mean, like, you know, it's not it's not it's not it's not Watchmen, you know, Sandman level, like reexamining the medium kind of stuff. It just it, it was a very it was a. Is Sandman is the Sandman on? Is that AMC or is that Amazon? Netflix. 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 Is it any good? Yes, it is. Okay. Um, might have to look into. There's, that. I mean, like there's the normal rabble rousing because you know, like the the, the grumbling because Netflix. The Netflix is going to be Netflix, but um, no, I mean, like it, just as a series, it was really everything. Everything that they needed to convey. They did it in appropriate style. I asked that if they let Carl Urban play Dread, Judge Dread again, that they make it a trilogy because God, it was so fucking good. I don't even know what it did at the box office, but dude, it's holy well, shit! No, is it incredible? I mean, like, honestly, I mean, like, um, I mean, like, whether they could even get the fucking rights to it, um. I don't want to give, you know, and again, I don't want to consolidate down on in our interest of fucking who. As I'm scrolling, as I'm scrolling through right now, who the fuck owns? Who the fuck produced that? Who produced Dread? Yeah, who did that film? You want the producer, or do you want the? No, no, I want do the you actual. Want... Com- I want the actual company that that that, did it. that put it out. I think it's Reliant. I'm trying to think, figure out who owned because. Really, it's a question of who owns the rights. Um, because who would who? Oof, good question. Uh, production companies, Reliance Entertainment. Yeah, are they they fucking? Are they even? Are they defunct? I mean, it was ten years ago. Any films? No, Rebellion Developments is who owns Judge Dredd. They own the rights to Judge Dredd. Oh. Uh, apparently, okay. there's some news. Oh, this is old news. It's like five years old. Never mind. Yeah, they should make another two new, two more movies. 
Actually, they might do it. It depends. You yeah. know what I'd actually see? I would like to see. <laughs> fucking Amazon. You have all this money. You make these shitty fucking Lord well, of the Rings that, fucking that, pe- politically like, correct I, fucking. I didn't. I didn't want to like throw them out there, but that that dead actually like. Well, because it's not just dread, but I mean like just the 2000 AD. Yes. Like create the universe. Base it around. You gotta base it around dread. There's a lot of. You know, you have the ABC. You have the ABC freaking robots. That whole fucking. Uh, unhinged like if, Listen, if, if, he if, fucking if, ca- he carried the boys okay he delivered he, the boys for you massively successful give him the goddamn judge dread series well, in you, that you universe do, and make well, it. even because you can do you can do dread you can do there is a whole bunch of like awesome like one off story basically you know if you're going to do something like, uh, was it? Is it Love, Sex, and Robots? Yeah. Uh, no, Love, Death, and Robots. Ro- love, Death, and Robots. But yeah, you know, like if you're going to do something like that, last that, one was not great. The third installation, kind of lame. But but, but you know, but, but like if you were going to, if you wanted to do an anthology series, you got, you've got stories that have been like honed down. For the last thirty years, that are pretty much, you know, ripe for for picking. Um, again, like I go back to a, the ABC robots. If you were gonna, if you wanted to do something like fucking, if you Guardians of the Galaxy, if you wanted your own Guardians of the Galaxy, that's a good pick right there. Yeah, I, you know what else I would like to see. Because I am kind of on, I love movies, but I'm kind of on the the series uh, wagon. Yep. Just with the level of production and how good it is now. (laughs) I would love to see a fucking Conan the Barbarian Lovecraftian style fucking like show. Like the old, like the actual comics, the Conan comics. Like not, not like super highly stylized. I want to see like the grim fucking horrific fucking monsters. I, <laughs> shit like so, that. you know, again, I know that I know that it won't work because you want the character for rep, but I I say that you need Conan lends himself uh, like uh, if you were going to do something like it, it just it doesn't have to be big, but if you want to get some, you know, and again, I know that Disney's done this thing where they're like we're going to do like eight episodes of a show, and that's a thing, but like. Like they should have done with Boba Fett, which is that Boba Fett should not have been the primary presence in the Boba Fett series. It should have been like that episode of Batman. You know, like it should have been like that episode of Batman where it's all the kids describing their encounters with him. Right. Yes, I hear what you're saying. Because that way you can't be disapp- you can't be disappointed because you don't see him do anything. You know, but that, yes, it's like you. It's 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 the Conan. You know, Conan's doing his Conan's like Kenshiro in Fist of the North Star. You know, like 
there's just all of this fucked up stuff happening in the world, and Conan's just kind of rolling through like a natural. Conan's just surviving it. He's just surviving it in a fucking in a highly effective fashion. Well, he's surviving it in a highly effective fashion, but but just him coming through is the equivalent of a different natural disaster occurring. It's like got, you know, it's Mad Max. Yes, Mad Max, and but not like the latest Mad Max. Like he's just passing through. And really, that's what Thunderdome was, too. Yeah. I agree. Thunderdome-style fucking uh, Mad Max-style show about Conan I'm down with. Or Dread. Put it in the universe. Fuck it. Dread, Dread fucking gets... Like, did you... Did you ever read the... Honestly, I never... Comics? I've never read the 2080 comics. Oh, my I God. Like, never Dread... Really had Dread goes off the fucking rails. Not like. How? Yeah. I should say it. It doesn't go off the rail. Dread is like just. Where he ends up versus where he started. Is so bug fucking sane. And it is everything that is good about that period of comics. And I get it, it, it's, it's dread is yeah. I always say dread. You know, like. Dread at the, like, towards the end of the, you know, no, no spoilers. Dread makes the boys look calm and collected. Yeah. And the level of just fucking insane. Well, it's a little bit of a different, yeah, different situation, like. <laughs> no, no, like, like, fighting undeath. All the, it's just, it is, it is. So dread is just dread, you know. Dread is that judge dread, you know. Just he's him. But imagine that guy going through an escalating series of Iron Maiden slash uh, Megadeth album covers, like that. That's that. You know, like you have, so the apocalypse is not the worst thing that happens to that earth. Right. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. Yes. There are things worse than, worse than death. Yes. <laughs> and it's just, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, it's just, it's just a dude with a smart gun and the law. Just refusing to die. Yeah, don't uh, say it like fighting. Stallone. He's a piece of shit. That not not Sylvester Stallone's not a piece of shit. That movie was a piece of shit. Fuck him for for making it or allowing it to be made or whatever. It's like, hey, we're 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 gonna. It's a kids' film. There's no bravado in the real dread. It's just I am the law. It's I simple. It's not that bitch oh, ass. Sad. I am the law. That sucks. Car, car, do, Carl, car, Carl, Ur, Kyle, Carl Urban. That and I guess that's the thing is that it's 
you have to you have to deal with it with the straight face because or you have to the straight man. Yes, it's the only it's the only way it's the only way that that kind of like yes and yes and yes and escalation works. Yeah, he's just he's just un he's just unfazed, unfazable. Right, it's he's like half. Like that's like Conan's thing, from what I understand in the comics. I've read some of the Conan comics. Oh. It's it's not, and in the first Conan movie, Conan the Barbarian, which is I love that movie. It's great. It's it's a masterpiece. The Destroyer is kind of a shit show, but it's fun. Um, <coughs> but in the first Conan movie, like Conan's like not like the end all be all. He get, he's he gets just dragged through the shit, right? Like yeah. he just continues to survive. He's not like this overpowered monster, like. He gets the shit kicked out of him a lot, right? That's what Dredd is. Dredd is not like this. Dredd has tons of skills, and he's a badass, but he's a badass because he survives, not because he just has, not just be, not. he's not like Superman, right? He's the antithesis of Superman. Like, Superman doesn't get the shit beat out of him all the time, and he doesn't, for the most part, it's just, you know, he's just super. He's kind of, at a lot of times, can be very boring. Superman's psychology is more interesting, not the physical feats and things like that that he goes through. Not like the fights, but it's like, What's happening to his psyche? What's happening to his mind? Um, whereas Dread, it's just like he's it's he's much more relatable because anyone that experiences real life completely understands. You know, sometimes it feels like this fucked up death march, <laughs> and you just got to keep putting one foot in front of the other, right? Like, yep. keep getting beat down, just keep getting back up, and find a way to not get your ass beat so bad. But, but yeah. So we have actually uh no, we're not there yet. Keep going. We'll just keep going. <laughs> Judge Dredd, make it. Conan, make it. Make these series. Um I feel like we've, I'm actually, we've I I'm I'm wait I'm waiting to see I'm waiting to see how, how Samaritan shakes out. What's Samaritan? Samaritan's the Wait, we talked about this, didn't we? Wash washed out wash washed out. Old guy, Stallone, superhero. Oh yeah, movie. yeah. It's not out yet, or you just haven't uh, seen it yet. I haven't seen it. I don't believe it's actually out. Um, release date? No, August twenty sixth. Um, I I saw the trailer for that. I went and saw the trailer after you had mentioned that, and now I'm. It's definitely it's interesting. I hope I hope it's good. And it's it's it, it. It was either that or Stargate, so. Is that based off a comic, Samaritan, or no? I actually think it might be an original story. Is Astro City make a sound familiar to you? Uh, that actually is a... I mean, like, that is... Actually, there's literally a comic called Astro City. So, Samaritan comes from Astro City. But is it the same thing? The man named Samaritan came from the 31st century in a world where the Earth was dying and humanity... Fa- nope, never mind. That's definitely not the same thing. <laughs> Absolutely not. Never mind. Um, yeah, it doesn't share any any real... I don't know, though. I mean, like... I get that a lot of it, a lot of these films, you know, it's like taking it's, it's old guys in Hollywood still trying to feel good about 
you know, not just the actors. I mean, he also, it's the, you know, I could do this. I still got it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, Stallone's, like, he's ageless. I mean, he's had so many, like, chemistry kits to kind of keep him, keep him there. But he's, I mean, the dude's father time remains undefeated. But with Sylvester Stallone, I mean, <coughs> that's all he really did. That's what he did with his career. Stay in shape. Stay big. You know what I mean? Stay kind of strong or whatever. But good for him, man. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it there it is a coincidence, kind of a big coincidence that there is a comic book uh called Astro City and the main one of the main superheroes is called Samaritan. I'm wondering uh, if it but I mean like, yeah. Okay, Samaritan two thousand two, the comic book versus the movie. I'm so I Yeah, there this is based off a comic also, book. Well no, he originally pitched it he made a comic out of it oh really and then but i don't think it yeah because astro no it's not it's not astro city there's actually just a comic book called samaritan and it was first published in 2014 so that's possible yeah. that he created was... it to eventually get the pitch written by what's his face Bragi shoot yes his grandfather did some terrible things in history. <laughs> Great grandfather. Really? Maybe. I don't know, man. I'm just being. Oh. I'm just being. Uh, You're making, uh, making a joke based on his yes. name? Yes, correct. Shoot. 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 <laughs> but yeah, I think Samaritan will be. It, it was interesting. I, you know, whenever Sylvester Stallone is brought up, I, in fair or unfair, you make Judge Dredd, you make that film, you're forever going to be kind of questioned. You know, but he's been in good stuff. We've talked about that. So, uh, well, you know, because actually, I'm thinking that this is a genre in and of itself, not the superhero one, but like burnout guy who, you know, because you know the the John Wick nobody. What was the oh, what the fuck's? I have to find. I have to find it now. It's the dude who bought the Stone Barn Castle, Camden. Actor. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't uh, know. I'm gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. Adrian, Adrian Brody. Oh, from the piano and the jacket. Yeah. Yes. What, what about him though? No, he did. He did one. Uh, it's called Clean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember seeing. It didn't look very. It, the trailer didn't get me kind of real excited to see it. Did you see it? I did not see it. It looked like there was a lot of overacting. It was kind of, I don't know, looked, looked well, hokey. You know, although the king, the king of all these films is uh, one with Henry Rollins in it called And I Never Died. Really? If you ever get a chance, because there's, there's a sequel to it as well. But uh, Henry Rollins is thing. Oh, he never died. Two thousand, and he never. Yeah. Two thousand fifteen. Is it good? Yes. Really. Am I love you. Love me some Henry Rollins. Oh, he's a fallen angel. That's what kind of I'm getting I'm gathering here. No. Oh, okay. 
Fucking like, right, I'll check that out. But uh, yeah, again, I, 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 I won't. No spoilers, but no spoilers. So I'm gonna start looking up the Bard class tonight. Um, and, and in order to do that, I have to rituals- ritualistically sacrifice the show, as is customary on the Friendship Snake podcast. Um, thanks everybody for listening. Give us a like and listen. Uh, share. Uh, I have definitely been lacking in posting. I'm tightening that up. I've already apologized to Gunner for it, and I will apologize to the listeners. I'm very sorry. <laughs> Life got me down a little bit. I'm, I'm back on the. I'm back on the. He's back on the horse. I'm back on the horse. I'm back on the saddle. Um, but that being said, like I said, thanks everybody for uh, for listening. Gunner, go ahead and take us on out of here. Ride snake. Ride snake. Ride snake. Ride snake. Ride snake. Ride snake.